0: Love, Talk Radio. Yo, yo, yo. here we go, yeah. we go. We go. We go. Yeah,
1: my name is
2: Doc. My eyes are photography lens. Properly push pens to show quality, Jim. The harvesty be grim, but yo, maybe tomorrow we win if we follow the trends and keep count of the dollars we spend. I want a mahogany pen. I want lottery in. I want property friends plus my hobby is skins. If I can sloppy and sin, then my prophecy ends. But the all to begin, watching my odyssey spin In a place where we be, based on a true story Territory was made for me to pursue glory Blast alone, mass and the zones have to be sold. Every capacity blown, I'm internationally known, Yo, so all hail the honorable Microphone phenomenal, persona is vulnerable. Trust me son, I continue like a starved Jew Bringing you the drama to allow you that the chronicle was just gun. The saga begins The struggle begins said it all, yep, yo the saga begins, Still sweep around after the next yellow. The saga begins, again, again. so can set it all. yo, the saga begins, you know, My never ending epic, got the world spinning hectic. I quickly spread it to the whole city's infected. Suspense that I supply, intensify. Then commences my daily events, so by. You get involved in it. Paragraph narrative narrating novelist. Marketed, sound I'm marvelous, understand I'm it, which means the author's authentic. Most definite, every episode's an epidemic. So when you research, check it, here go the evidence. They represent with lyrical negligence for presidents. My signs existed without the fixing. Every inscription is a special edition. So all hells are honorable, microphone phenomenal, persona is invulnerable. Trust me, son, I continue like a starved Bringing you the drama to allow you that the Chronicle was just, just gun. gun. The struggle begins again, so all. The struggle begins again, The begins again, it all. The begins again. Let say, let Yo, the legacy lives. Let them see what the pedigree is. Mega thesis, blessing these kids. Whatever the beach is, the depths are deepest. The deepest sea is, telepathy increases. Melodica speakers, telekinesis. I see the parents' clearest. Pictures of movie theaters. Lyrics you hear it, devastating the way you hear it. So stay tuned for sequels, part twos, and more. You and your people to bug rush the store. The names changed, the game remain the same. I won't came to reign on his claim, the fame, no stopping this. I'm dropping this with they popping this. And when the topic is topic then I'm writing the apocalypse. to so all hell the honorable. Microphone phenomenal, persona isn't vulnerable. Trust me, son, I continue like a soldier, bringing you the drama to allow you that the chronicle is just, just gun, 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 gun. The saga begins. Again, the soul before, rocking it all. Yo, the saga begins. Begins. begins They'll say a rhyme after the next one <laughs> The saga begins, begins. The Rock him, said it all Yo, The saga begins. 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 begins You know they know the solo is Rock him, said it all Rock him, repet it all Rock him, set, set, set it all and You know they know the solo is Rock him, said it all Rock him, tepper, set it off. Rock him, tepper, set it off. Yeah. You know that I'm a solo winner. Rock him. Girl can hardly spell her name. That's not our problem,
0: that's up to Brenda's family.
2: Well, let me show you how it affects our whole community. Now, Brenda really never knew her mom's, and her dad was a junkie putting death into his arms. It's sad, cause I bet Brenda doesn't even know. Just measuring the ghetto doesn't mean you can't grow. But us oh, that's a book, my own revelation Do whatever it takes to resist the temptation Brenda got herself a boyfriend Her boyfriend was her cousin, now let's watch the joy And she tried to hide her pregnancy From a family who really didn't care to see Or give a damn if she Went out and had a church of kids As long as when the check came, they got first did Now Brenda's belly's getting bigger But no one seems to notice any change in her figure She's 12 years old, and the baby in love with the molasses double sex. He was up forever and dreams of a world with the two of them all together. Whatever, he left there and she had the baby solo. She had it on the bathroom floor and didn't know so. She didn't know what to throw away and what to keep. She wrapped the baby up and threw him in a trash heap. I guess she thought she'd get away, wouldn't hear the cries. She didn't realize how much the little baby had her eyes. Now the baby's in a trash heap, ballin' Mama can't help her, but it hurts to hear him calling. Brenda wants to run away Mama say you're making me lose pay And social workers here every day Now Brenda's gotta make her own way Can't go to a family They won't let her stay No money, no babysitter She couldn't keep a job She tried to sell crap But ended up getting robbed So now what's next? It ain't nothing left to sell So she sees sex Has a way of leaving hell It's paying a rent So she really can't complain Prostitute fans Swing And Brenda's her name She's gotta pay
3: boy Flossie Jeezy and we are indeed back in on deck and in the building this is your boy Flossy Jeezy 646 595 and you know how it goes down I'm back in the saddle again trying to knock the cobwebs up trying to let you know what's going down and feeling real good while I'm doing the thing you know what I'm saying your boy Flossy Jeezy broadcaster Live here from Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses. It's just after 7 o'clock. It's about 7.08 Pacific Daylight Time. You know what I'm saying? Pardon me, Pacific. Yeah, Daylight Time. Yeah, you know, we, we, we got it together. We got it together. Just trying to figure out whether it's standard or, or, or uh, you know what I'm saying, Daylight Time. I guess it's Daylight Time. You know how it goes. That's enough on that right there. You know, your boy Flossie Jeezy can be found on Facebook under Flossy Jeezy. Also the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide. And of course I've got my own Flossy Jeezy page as well as blog spaces. Something for the lovers, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of retro stuff. Places where artists can go and display their talents and their skills and have a place to place their music so other folks can hear just how fabulous you are. Also, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Tumblr. You can find me on Reverb Nation. I make music and produce music. Just put out a new song over there so you can find me over there, no problem. Your boy Flossy Jeezy is always going to try to hold it down for you. Like I said before, you can also find me on MySpace if they're still alive over there and various other outlets. I don't have my script sheet in front of me, but like I said, knocking the cobwebs off and you know that really don't matter. Tonight we're talking Super Bowl 49, a thriller, 28-24. Boy, my Seahawks almost got the job done. Now, I'm a Bears fan. Everybody knows that. But, you know what I'm saying, I live out here in the uh, Northwest, so I'm trying to you know I'm saying I'm trying to keep it real for the folks out here, you know what I'm saying, folks that follow the page and the fact that I just like Russell Wilson, like to see a brother get it in and get it down. Also, Money versus Pac-Man, you know what I'm saying, is this fight really going to jump up or is this just another promotion stunt to keep us interested? Montana versus Brady. Who's the GOAT? A lot of talk about who's the GOAT in the NFL right now so far as quarterbacks go. Of course, I'm leaning myself towards Joe Montana, saying that he's undefeated in Super Bowls, but Brady is no slum. He looks real good out there. Also, NBA All-Star snubs. This being Portland, Actually, I rep you know, the Trailblazers while I'm here. Although I'm from Chicago, I'm also a Bulls fan. People call it bandwagon. I call it just loving the sport and loving to be part of everything that's going down. You know what I'm saying? Damian Lillard, big-time snub, big-time snub. And as he told the Oregonian, he feels pissed and disrespected, and he should because he was rookie of the year last year. His stats have not gone down. The numbers got better. What do you think? Do you think that we ought to have it based on performance or popularity? I'm thinking performance if you're going to make bad decisions like this, but we'll get into that as well. Also, Should Kobe Bryant now contemplate retirement after having yet another season-ending injury to his limbs? I mean, this is not a good look for my man Kobe right now, you know what I'm saying? But he's a warrior, you know, he always comes back. But, you know, when you get into those mid to late 30s, you might want to think about hanging it up. Also, was Inflategate an overblown deal, you know what I'm saying, by a board media? Because they made an awful lot of ruckus all the way through the Super Bowl just because New England was involved, I thought it was kind of silly and trifling, but you know how it goes down. And last but not least, uh, Jerry Rice was mentioning that maybe New England should have an asterisk by this championship because of all the controversy with Deflategate. What do you think? Should New England have an asterisk by this win with Deflategate? Lumen Lodge, they're still you know, in the uh, process of uh, trying to see if they're going to you know what I'm saying, Bring this to some kind of, uh, you know, court type of proceedings as far as the NFL front office goes. There's still a lot of investigating going on. Should this affect the championship? I don't think so because, like I said before, far worse things have happened to the league this last year. And, uh, you know, this right here, you know, it's just, to me, it's just my personal opinion. I think it's kind of silly and trifling that you would run, you know, these soldiers in the game through all this rigmarole, you know what I'm saying, trying to you know what I'm saying, get ratings or whatever it is you're trying to do. I think it's silly. Most people think it's silly, but you know how it goes down. We all got our opinions. So that's what's on the playlist tonight. And so your boy, Flossy G's is going to continue to hold it down. I'm going to go ahead and drop a little AZ on you until we come back, maybe about, about two, three, maybe four songs, and we'll come back and get on into it. This first one coming out is going to be AZ, you know what I'm saying, with the come up between DJ Premier in the background mixing and cutting like only DJ Premier can do it. This is Flossy Jeezy on the Flossy Jeezy Radio Network. We'll be back in a moment. 646 595 3402. Let's get it. Give me the
2: countdown. You know where we going? Uh huh.
1: y'all want
2: to take, man. Feels so good uh-huh. To Come up, stack it right, put the gun up, half get nice, put the gun up. Grey blue, and white, don't run up, remain humble. You see the change when the veins come through. When all the fame up your game, cause your name's mumble. The six notice users like hypnosis. It's ferocious when broke niggas get focused, the car come out. Bottoms at the bar now. You know you large when you in car, dodge The dodge proud. But here's the Swiss up with beef and the money mixed up. Skirts flip off a few fight you stick up, then one losing just leads to the next. And here come them hot boys to breathe down your neck. Now you gotta back up, flee from the rest. And just a week ago, you was free from the stress. I guess it is what it is. Creeping on the tumba, freaking y'all wanna take him. Creeping on the,
1: the
2: tumba, I'm from the place where hardcore and beautiful. Creeping on the tumba, freaking y'all wanna on take man Place. Real place. Real place. Real place you know the saga who lava who hotter who shot at who at the vermada i knew about beasts and fanbata before B street Beef was lead deep with some riders guns and money some was hungry dysfunctional families they come from junkies Yellow who wanted war and jumping country death jungle surviving like a bunch of monkeys mock dollars d.a knocks with collars niggas sniffing i still got the heart to holler hot chicks and shorts and damn near topless Play fly Niggas stay say hi Describe dick Can't call it Too fresh to call it Too text to war with Who next to all this So understand I know from first hand That lives of a church man How this first brand Creeping on the come up Creeping y'all wanna me Creeping on the come up I'm from the place where hardcore is beautiful Creeping on the come up I'm rather unique. I'm from the place. Real place, real place. The house is packed. The streets is whack. I see the worst when your rope is tapping, your beef is sack. Wife is spicy, She's beefin' back. So it's unlikely, it might be a visa Smash The cop is up, so now rolls roses up, and the beacons got the game in the for clutch. The D's never breeze. Close and duck, but what the fuck? They can suck on some coast and nuts. The stress is real. The train's all the sex appeal. Nothing left but jail that full, back and still, Vibes is weak. Pose wanna slide and creep. Even fiends got a thing for that hide and seek. Sick up kids, kidnaps, switch up grills. It's still crazy how them cops suckers hit up big. Fox is gone and say the hip hop is wrong. You want more than long on the AZ.com. Freakin' y'all to take <laughs> man? man. I'm from the place where hardcore and beautiful it on the, it on the, it on the come up y'all uh, gonna take me I'm, 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 I'm from the place where it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: Need yeah. I, won't burn you're you're
1: I, need, I need
2: the oh, air. I'm gonna turn and rest there. I need you. I need you
1: to hate so like do to with me. To I can and nasty. You there
2: Feel this. America got a thing for the To City. They yeah. love me. Black Celtics, Black Scully, London, Pele, Pele I said spin over rainbow shit I'm a fan who got that silver guff tape On my tray handle The women in my life bring confusion shit So like Nino and New no Jack I'll cancel that bitch, look at me this is the life I chose, niggas around me so cold Man, my heart's done froze I build an empire on a load of knocks, don't know I'm the weatherman, I take that cold believe and make that snow Sit back, watch it turn the dope, watch it go, out the dope, O after O, you know Homie, I'm just triple beam, dreamin', niggas be schemin' I finna live the good life, the things are just fiendin' conceal feel my weapon, nice to me, so you can't see The penitentiary is definitely out the question for me I want to find a thing move that in my life I hustle, hustle. Nigga, you get in my way while I'm trying to get mine. And I'll fuck you, fuck you. I don't care who you run with or where you from. Nigga, fuck you, fuck you. I want to find a thing that's in my life. Yeah. Hustle. Hustle. I don't know shit about gymnastics, I'm so store bricks, and black talent start flying when a nigga flip, I cook crack in the microwave, niggas can't fuck with me, man, my co call me chef, boy, y'all fit check my logic, smokers don't like teams, and they shit, send me them seeds, I growin' what they need, you may see a pet plant in the trip, that's chronic, and I'm selling them for 500 a pop, goddammit, I sell anything, I'm a hustler, I know how to grind, Step on bricks, put it in water and tell you it's wine If you analyze me, what you'll find is the DNA of a And what goes on in my mind It's fatigue, hypnotic, it sounds melodic the rap is the block box spot, i be that potent product Now get a load of me, flashy, far from low key And you can locate me wherever that doesn't be getting money, man I to find a thing to save my life So I hustle, hustle in my way while I'm trying to get mine And I fuck you, fuck you I don't care who you run with all where you from Nigga fuck you, fuck you I want to find a thing that's in my life Hustle, hustle. It's the hustler's ambition, close your eyes, listen, see my vision, Marsburg pumping, shotgun dumping, the drama means nothing, it's part of the game, catch me in the coupe switching lanes or in the jeweler switching chains, I upgrade from dirty BS to clean BS, rocks that I cop with proceeds from the spot, I got the energy to win, I'm full of adrenaline, play the curve and get nauseous, watching the spin and spin, I make plans to make it, a prisoner of the state. Now nah, I can invite your ass out to my state. Them hollow tips bent me up, but I'm back in shape. Pour crystal in the blender make a protein shake. I'm like the East Coast, number one playboy B. You have to tell you he ain't got shit on me. The feds watch me, icy, they can't stop me. Racist, pointing at me, looking nigga Rocky. Hello. I want to find a thing in my life, so I hustle. If you get in my way while I'm trying to get mine And I fuck you, fuck you I don't care who you run with or who you from Nigga, fuck you, fuck you I want to find the things in my life So I hustle, hustle don't wanna see how Kelly girls freak off After that five hour flight from New York I start spitting G at a bitch like a pimp man he Tell him meet me at the Montreal so we can do I think She can bring the lingerie with her I suppose So we can go from fully dressed to just having no clothes She can run and tell her best friend about my sex game Yeah her best friend could potentially be next man Listen man shit, change I came up from doing my thing Homie I'm holding, holin', holin'. Man, stone, I'm still on for something gets stolen, 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 no chopper. Mad at me, I think I know why. Nigga use the window chopper. And the jewelry stole, looking at the ships that came by. Nigga use the window chopper. in the heel of the ship, trying to get a test drive.
0: Back, it's the lyrical worker, but so the arcade ain't and paperback books the coins that I create are for hookers in the books. My mental is excelling cause I dabble in the books. I'm not the one in the front on the so sub-ups sub oops. Sub Yo, I get the dickin', I'm such a damn dickin'. It's just to this, then the black just dickin'. I run you around the track like a bunny and a dog To me, you're just another empty on the wall, a link in the chain, fluid on the brain. I boast the pipe lyrics, and you're the mundane. See, I can't maintain. Especially if you come back out the lyrical master blaster. Yeah, I could do that. I can also do your girl,
3: but so leave the hoe at home. Cause when I get done, I
0: have I so strong on bones, it's the no joke pressure that elevates my mind, make me pick up and go when it's time to drop my mind My title is rock, the abstract poetic, I'm in the idle mode but my energy's kinetic, so smooth and debonair. Special for the air, gotta keep my thing in here cause it's evident and clear that I will rock. On the rock. rock, 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 rock.
3: Now, you know what? There were some bad boys right there, that tribe called Quest. Hot sex on a platter on the soundtrack, Boomerang. You got to love it. Your boy, Flossie Jeezy, back, 646-595-3402. And some good news for the day. Bobby Christina, Whitney Houston's daughter, RIP, is beginning to do much better, according to the doctors. After a crazy war when I refused to write about, I am officially happy to say that Bobby Brown, this is by Naturally Therese, of, uh, on who's uh, posting on the Naturally More page on, uh, you know, the Internet. She says, I'm officially uh, happy to see that Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston's daughter, Bobby Christina, is doing much better than she was a few days ago. It's been scary not even knowing, right? But I'm sure that her father has been in a state of panic since the unfortunate turn of events took place. So is connected to the family of Bobby Christina, told TMZ that the doctors performed tests Monday morning and determined that the swelling on the brain has officially gone down. Thank God. Thank God is right. In addition to that, she has also been able to move her eyes and has a huge sign that her brain is beginning to function properly. The oxygen levels in her brain have been said to have been increased significantly, four times better than they were on Sunday, and the family has been told. The fact that Bobby Christina's brain was deprived of oxygen for somewhere between two to five minutes while she was in the tub, doctors still have a fear of neurological damage in the brain. Bobby Christina, a daughter of the iconic singer Whitney Houston, who passed away three years ago. She's also the daughter of Mr. Bobby Brown. Her family has been through a lot during this time, and it says that uh, she said that she chooses not to write of all the horrible news surrounding their injuries, knowing that she could pass away I felt that there were some things that were more important than trying to get a couple of thousand views. Instead of writing about Christine, I chose to pray for her, and uh, I'm sure that she would appreciate that more. That is truly a wonderful and very blessed thing, and uh, you know I appreciate you, sister, for doing that. You know, you're you're a wonderful writer, and uh, I'm glad that you, uh, you know, what I'm saying, showed a lot more class than most media outlets are. Who just want to get the sensationalized story and do crazy stuff. So, folks, let's go ahead and jump into our first topic of the night, of course, being the big deal, um, you know, the 2015 uh, Super Bowl 49. It'll play yesterday, February 1st, 2015. 28 24, the final score, uh, you know, for the Patriots. And boy, I tell you, I'm a Bears fan, like I said earlier, but boy, it sure was great to see a wonderful battle between the defending champs who almost were able to pull it off and the folks up there from uh, New England. A great effort on them. Good job, Tom Brady and that squad over there, you know what I'm saying, getting through all that uh, overblown, overpopped uh, stuff about inflate gating everything to bring us another classic Super Bowl, one that I should have been recording, but, of course, I was down at the casinos on the Indian Reservation, Spirit Mountain Grand Round Tribes, you know, um, enjoying the you know, Super Bowl with a crowd. Lady you know, had some VIP status, and you know, for our casino time that we spent down there, got the free room, you know what I'm saying, got a great game, good meal, and great folks around. But it was, boy, it was sort sure of a thriller. And I tell you, that deal with uh, Russell Wilson and that interception sucked all the life out of that room, boy, because you know, folks down there was up in the air and loving it, and it just didn't get no better than that. You know, they were up by 10 points we all thought that they were going to be able to pull that one off. But you know how it is. Life happens in sort of close games and, you know what I'm saying, sometimes bad passes and bad calls. And I'm just glad that we were able to, you know, get it in and have it in. And, you know, it, it was just wonderful to, to, to see that. It was just wonderful to see it. Russell Wilson, my hat's off to you because, man, you brought back a lot of, uh, uh, you know, teams so far as Seattle's concerned, a lot of games. You came back in a lot of games, and you almost pulled this one off. You did a great job, though, and, you know what I'm saying, you know, don't hang your head too low, bro, because I'm telling you, you did what a whole lot of quarterbacks couldn't do, and that's winning championship and be within a yard of winning a second Super Bowl. So hats off to Russell Wilson and the New England Patriots for doing their thing and making it one of those, you know, treasured memory type of performances that we can look back on one day and say, "Hey, there it is." Also, an outstanding performance by all the individuals who sat up and uh, you know put in their work. All the unknown players that they, they, they put in their work and uh, hats off to the to the gentleman from uh, Western Alabama School who jumped in there and uh, was able to intercept the pass and you know and, and, and get things going on. So I mean, it was a it was a great deal. It was a great you know hookup. And, uh, I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that, you know, for a Super Bowl. Jermaine Kirst made the catch of the day from his back, kept his balance and his eye focused on the ball, and was able to, you know what I'm saying, get things in and and was able to, uh, you know, uh, do his team, uh, you know, a real good solid. But uh, you know how it goes down. (laughs) things don't always turn out the way, you know, you want to get them in there. And, you know, they don't always turn out the way you – you would like to see him, but I tell you, it was the type of Super Bowl that we'll look back on one day and, and say to ourselves, hey, do you remember that Super Bowl? Do you remember that Super Bowl where, you know, Malcolm Butler, who was, where they were, the media was ready to jump all over and say he was the reason why they lost the game for not stopping Kersh from catching that pass. He ends up being the big-time guy that goes in there and gets that big interception. And I'm sure he was praying a lot on the sidelines for it to go down just like that. And I tell you what, my brother, man, prayers are answered, and prayers do come true. So, you know, it was just wonderful to see um, that game. I I can't tell you you enough, boy, the way that game went down. It was absolutely uh, fabulous and absolutely wonderful to see, um, you know, what went down with that fight. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. I hope you guys enjoyed that game yesterday because, your boy, Fosse G, certainly did. Um, well, you know, we still got this Mayweather and uh, Manny Pacquiao fight coming up. You know, the old Eminem and m Candy uh, fight coming up, you know, should be a sweet deal. It says here that the fight between Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao wasn't announced during Sunday's Super Bowl, nor, you know, is it a done deal. Well, you know, I don't think that they would mention a boxing match during the Super Bowl, and why would they? I mean, that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you know how it is. Once again, the media, you know, always with the distraction. Weird things can happen. They, their minds just function where I don't get them. Said so the fight between Mayweather and Manny wasn't announced during the Super Bowl. He said, and uh, after six years of all get on again negotiations it failed multiple times, the two camps have hit a wall in the attempt to make the uh, May 2nd fight MGM Grand happen. He says, the thing is that uh, really concerns me is that we're running out of time for May 2nd, said top-ranked promoter Bob Arum. Well, that wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't have had Manny fight uh, Marquez four times. You're going to have this fight done it over with. Uh, Bob Arum, of course, represents uh, uh, Pacquiao. He told ESPN.com Monday, if you want to drag it out a little longer, they move the fight, you know what I'm saying? Uh, move, He says here, they move the fight. Hold on, just a second. We have a little bit of feedback right there on the line. I want to make sure we get this right. Okay. Um, he said, if you want to drag it out a little longer, then move the fight to no longer than, than, than later than May. Well, May 30th is a good date, or go for June. We'd agree to go on May 2nd because uh, the day Mayweather... Uh, that's hung up on, but if we were gonna make it May second then we need to get this done. Well you know what, it's you know, we got this is February. This is February. And we got plenty of time to get we got plenty of time to get things done. I mean, I know you wanna get all the promoting and printing press stuff done. You probably have that done in under thirty days and still have six weeks for these guys to train and get ready to box. You know, a lot of people don't think it's gonna be a big deal, but I foster Jeezy happens to think it's gonna be a a very big deal because this is a fight that a lot of people have wanted to see. And, of course, I'm with my man, uh, Money Mayweather, and I would love to see it. And uh, what's crazy is that, you know, we're being told by this guy, that uh, Bob Maron, that, uh, you know, he's dragging it out and he don't want to, you know, hang around and hang up. You know, you don't have a guy, like I said, fight a person four times and then complain about Mayweather being hung up on something. Seems like the hang-up is the other way around. So said, in the meeting between the weight champions and Pacquiao's motel, uh, in Miami suite last Tuesday night after face to face earlier in the evening to exchange some cell phone numbers during a chance meeting at the Miami uh, Heat Milwaukee Bucks game. Sure, it was chance. Game uh, they were coincidentally uh, both attending led to talks between the two uh, steps forward that they have taken one step back in recent days. While they were led to believe that the fighters' camps were on the same page following the hotel meeting and that the deal hinges only on CBS and Showtime, which Mayweather's under contract and time Warner for the deal, Pacquiao's exclusive uh, network finalizing the deal for a joint uh, pay-per-view telecast, you know, they're still open to uh, negotiating points and deals between the two fighters. So these are issues that should have been solved in 10 minutes, but it's a slow dance, Aram says. All this complaining, yet you made Pacquiao fight this boxer, Four times, I can't emphasize that enough. You know, let's let's not, you know, um, deal with semantics here. Let's not worry about who's holding up what. We've already had enough of that, and uh, we don't need for anybody, including uh, Mr. Aram, to be making a lot of excuses on what's going on. He said, we sent one draft to the other side, and the lawyer sends it back saying something else that is an issue. Well, it's a negotiation. That's going to happen. That's what lawyers and negotiators do. They negotiate. They communicate you know, I think we ought to be thankful that this is happening in the first place. It says here that Aram has negotiated many deals between uh, uh for the about uh, with the CBS chief executive Leslie Moonves and has acted as a go between between Mayweather and his advisor and Al Hanyan. and uh, Aram uh, says continues to remain in touch with uh Moonvez um and they exchanged emails on Monday trying to work out the issues. So without reading all the rest of this weird stuff, let's just say that it's going to be a great deal if these two boxers can get together and get it together, and it'll be a great deal to see if we can get these folks, you know, to to give us the fight that we've been looking for. I certainly am looking forward to it. I know a lot of you folks out there looking for the same thing. We just want to see a good fight. We want to see a good fight. We want to see one soon because I think if you hold it up after May, now it's not going to be a whole lot of people that are going to be interested in this thing, and we don't want to rush anybody. We want to make sure that both sides, you know, get their opportunities to, uh, you know, get out of this thing what they want to get out of it. I mean, there's no sense in complaining going through all of that, and, I mean, it's it's a crazy thing to have this thing going on the way it is, but, you know, this is, this is life in the fast lane, folks. Things happen when you get lawyers and media involved together, you got a big mess as it is. And, you know, everything else just seems like it's it's just kind of, you know, crazy, you know, the way things go down. Okay, so now let's uh, let's look to basketball now before we go to our, our next commercial break. Damian Lillard um, and several other NBA All-Stars have been purposely snubbed, you know, for the NBA All-Star game, which I think is a travesty. Here you got a young man. He got a young man that um sits up is the rookie of the year he wins the skills competition title during the all star game and then of all things he has the nerve to have his points improve since last season and, and within his second year here so understandably he will not be uh <laughs> he will not be attending the um the, the, the skills test uh, for, uh, you know, that the NBA has, you know, three-point competition and all the other things, all the events. And, by the way, he was probably one of the first athletes to do all of the competitions at once. Uh, it's crazy how this thing has been going on. And there have been several, you know, snubs that are just, you know, unquestionably some of the, you know, some of the worst things you want to see. But uh, Damian Lillard, after a year of completing all five all-star been seemingly won't participate and even won this season. You know, he's you know he's too old for a rising stars challenge and a no-dump contest, a three-point thing, and no all-star game. And, I mean, there's a lot of fans out here in Portland that are clearly pissed off right along with Damon because, to me, it just seems that when you sit up and you-do, for lack of a better way to put it, you do silly shit like leave an all-star like this off of the, uh, the roster that way. And you don't allow, you know, a true all-star to, um, to be in there. I mean, it's absolutely crazy that, um, you know, you would expect for someone to want to come back and do any events. If, I, if I'm this guy, I probably wouldn't attend any more all-star games because I think that the whole thing, basically, um, you know, is, is is a fluke when you sit up here and you do an all-star like that and he's expecting to and, and, he's, and he's expecting to, you know, uh, be a member of the all-star team and he's expecting to, you know, participate and if he gets treated in such a shabby way, I wouldn't want to, you know, have any parts in that either. I think that it's just Asinine that that stuff goes down this way, and, and it's really—I uh, mean, I think it's just crazy how it's going on. But you know, time will tell, and we'll and we'll see see what happens. Now, um, the commissioner of basketball. This story is just in from my, you know, producer Beverly Lynn. She just sent me a uh, a, a little piece of information here. A little sports piece here, where um, and she's always on point with these stories. She just sent me something in where she's talking about how the commissioner of basketball, Adam Silver, wants to increase the roster, extend it, and make it bigger. Says here that uh, Adam Silver wants it wants to wants to, ex- wants to extend um, the roster. He said in the wake of these two things. He says here, Adam Silver didn't want to choose between DeMarcus Cousins and Damian Lillard as a replacement for Kobe Bryant on the Western Conference All-Star team. The commissioner hoped going forward that such a decision wouldn't have uh, made at all. He had to make it at all. In a recent interview, he said that favoring expanding All-Star rosters from the current number of 12 players, so he wants to make it bigger. He made remarks to ESPNs, a uh, radio NBA lockdown inside his show on Sunday evening. He used last week's relative controversy with Lillard getting uh, left off the All-Star team as justification for his wish and also explained the reasoning behind naming Cousins as a uh, replacement instead. His silver uh, sits up and he says that, uh, that I had to decide between DeMarcus Cousins and Damian Lillard. I didn't like having to make that decision or that choice. And I wish I had another slot for Damian because I think he's deserving of being an all-star as well. I have, have uh, relied heavily on our basketball folks in terms of, of where uh, the coaches voting came out. And, you know, this didn't happen when you had a fan vote. And I think that it should be based on performance. That's my only, uh, you know, pet peeve in this whole thing. Because I do have a horse in the race. It's Damian Lillard, you know, for the just naturally. So it says here that, of course, you know there was a fan vote for the starters, and the coaches choose the reserves. DeMarcus was very high when the coaches vote, so I had a strong influence on me at the time. Ultimately, I deferred to them. It was essentially uh, a tie in my mind, and ultimately deferred to the coaches. You know, every now and then they say the same thing about the uh, commissioner, what I call the controversial commissioner for NFL. You know, you guys got to man up and start making decisions and not deferring anything. That's why they put you in charge. That's my mini rant for them. Sure, so I'll have another one by the time the show is over. As specifically about expanding the rosters in their respective conferences from 13 to 15 players, says here that um, I, I think that's, that's something I will try very strongly to consider. I think that's an issue that we'll end up discussing with the Players Association said the NBA teams have been allowed to carry 13 active players on the nightly rosters since the CBA was ratified in 2011. said the all-star teams, you know, are currently made up of 12 players, and there's been, you know, a groundswell of support amongst the league and Wicom Lillard's uh, exclusion to adjust the size of their game day counterparts. So it's like when Silver is in favor of the overall deer, here's sure to note that it is not Decision he had, uh entirely. This will be a collective bargaining issue. Which is smart. The commissioner has also reached out to Damian Lillard to explain his decision. He was disappointed, but understands. Silver said of Lillard, "When I when I say he understands, he doesn't agree with me, but he's been in this league for a while now, and he understands how things go. I think he's equally disappointed with the coaches because, you know, I you know I was the third tier." as a selector and the fans and coaches went first. I'm sure he's going to continue to demonstrate on the court why he deserves to be an NBA All Star. Lillard told reporters, you know, here in Portland for the Oregonian, he was pissed off. Okay. And you know, after the coaches didn't select him as a reserve, then went a step further to um to, to uh since the um to a uh since delegated Instagram post thinking Silver and the coaches with extra motivation once they advanced cousins, you know, heading to you know, to New York. him a Miss with 15. Well I'm gonna tell you point blank that I think that this decision was fuckery. And I think it was fuckery because, you know, here's a, a guy who's not only stayed clean, you know, as a role model to a lot of kids here in Portland and has and as, you know, a fantasy basketball goes, there was a cluster of guys trying to bump and, and run and trying to get in there to get him on their rosters. And he's high on fantasy rosters. And he's also, a, you know, just a, a great guy with a great attitude. And to sit up here and defecate on this guy this way and the coaches to not vote for him, knowing that he was an NBA rookie of the year, is the most disrespectful thing I've seen in a very long time. And and the fact that they snubbed the Portland Trailblazers over and over again for an all-star game here in Portland, even though there's a brand-new stadium sitting in the center of the city between the uh, downtown district and the inner, uh, northeast area of Portland. I think it's ridiculous the way they make their selections. I think it's ridiculous the way they carry their things off, and these coaches, knowing what Damon has meant to the league, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. And and they also, like I said, there's some other players. I was trying to bring up, you know, who got, who got um, you know what I'm saying, snubbed. For the for the uh, for the uh, NBA uh, All Star game, um, so that uh, I could uh, give you a more you know complete um, you know view of who got snubbed. There was a lot of dumb things that happened. Portland's like number three in the West Conference out here, and Atlanta's number one in the NBA. Yet, one of their main guards got left off the roster as well. So, I mean, this was some pretty ignorant ass asinine stuff. Same old, same old, same old players whose teams, a couple of guys whose teams aren't even making it into the playoffs this year because of their records. You know, it's, as, it's, it's absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous to see this happen. And I just think that, um, you know, these guys really ought to stop and think before they make these selections. I mean, if this is, if this is the best that that can happen, I mean, I mean, if this is this is absolutely ridiculous. So. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I just, I just don't understand how you can make, you know, decisions like this. I think it's, I think it's very silly, and 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 the practice should either be, you know, disbanded or something needs to happen. And you come up with these dumb decisions. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's, it's 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 crazy as it can be. Here here here's that list that I was looking for. Again, my producer uh, Beverly Lynn bought up this roster. And some of these names on here are absolutely gonna floor you. And then I'm gonna to go to break after this. But check out these names. You know, Jimmy Butler, Tyree Irving. Are you kidding me? A guy averaging up in up in the high twenties, down in the thirty points a game, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch, two of you know, two guys that was in the in the finals last year. Al Holford of the number one let me say that again. Al Holford of the number one-ranked team in the league left off the roster, Paul Millsap. That's Eastern Conference, okay? Uh, Let's see here. It says here also Western Conference. Listen to these names. James Harden, Chris Paul. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Right? Are you kidding me? Okay, let's say this again you know uh you know um i mean i mean it's 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 crazy you know uh i mean i mean i mean it's 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 insane it's insane, okay uh let's see here, Cobra is the best shooting perform uh, uh performance in league history, right he's the best shooter rich for atlanta best shooter in league history and and, he, and he's and he's he's uh he's left off the team, he's left off the team. Those guys that I named, by the way, earlier are, are the ones who are reserves. Here's the reserves for the Western Conference, who are, by the way, were not, starters. Right? Uh, you've got, you've got uh, let's, see, let's see, yeah, 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 here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've got James Harden, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, Russell Westbrook, Lamarcus Aldridge, Tim Duncan, Kim and Kevin Durant. These guys are backups? These guys that have names are backups? you got to be kidding me here. You've gotta be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? I mean I mean this you gotta be kidding me. Okay. Similar a uh, 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 coaches the coaches owe similar apologies, right, to let's see here. It says here the case where Brandon Knight, Kevin Love, Nikola Vukovic, and Greg Monroe, right, so called candidate, but much preferred the honors, you know, uh uh be be left off. Then it says here Coaches owe similar apologies to uh, Mike Conley, Zach Randolph, Dwight Howard, Draymond Green, Monte Ellis, Tyson Chandler, Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, you know what, i tell you what, i tell you what, I'm going to have to leave that alone because it's ridiculous how we've seen this go down. It makes no sense. I'm gonna have to leave that alone. I'm gonna have to leave that alone. You know, I, I, I've talked about it enough because I'm really gonna say something I I probably end up regretting. I'm gonna get off of here and go to break, but um, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> let, let let's go to break. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Nobody's
0: closing me out of my business. Nobody's just closing me out of my business definitely <laughs> never, never, never talk, oh, God. Nigga. <laughs> I play the chords I was given. Thank God I'm still living back my nine till it's time I go to prison. As I'm bailing down the block that I come from, still got a pack of guns. case some young motherfuckers, want to play dumb.
2: I guess I live life forever juggling, but I'll be hustling to the earn moment because I'm struggling. Like drinking liquor, make the money come quicker. Getting pages from my business, I'm a her. I ain't in love with her. I just want to be the one to hit her. Drop off and let the next nigga get her. That's the way it goes. It's time to shake a home, make the dough, break a hole the hole when it's time. I'm gonna make some most. I keep my finger on the trigger on my clock. Riding down the block, licking shots at the pump gas. And picking gangs through my mobile phone. It's like, we sick to get them homes to bone. Home. My definition of a thug, nigga. What you doing? Mother, mother, like a motherfucker. What you doing? Mother, mother, like a motherfucker. What you doing? Mother, mother, like a motherfucker. Well, I roll with a crew of two yeah. niggas, so put your pull a nine when it's time to do, yeah. niggas coming through like a two niggas, yeah. a two yeah. nigga. fuck a zigzag, roll me a button, pass the through nigga, I'm driving drunk on the freeway, yeah. so take it easy, looking for a new place to keep, man, everybody. looking up. for a nut, yeah. but I'm searching for the big bucks, give a fuck, rather die than be stuck in a one-room slack, man, yeah. kicking yeah. back daydreaming with a nine in my lap, so I'm back from the mind of a I go broke, I'll be a drug dealer, a drug nigga. By one time, make a phone call and be back at the ball by lunchtime. So here we go, we in there in the city. I keep my hand on my cat and stay cool, my attitude is shitty. Niggas don't like me because I'm making ends. Rolling the bids and I blaze a flush, piss them all in. And any nigga trying to take what I got, I have to deal with the 16-shot clock. So here we go, I can't be faded. Happy in the motherfucker, fly. made it, got my money in my pocket. finger on the trigger, and I ain't taking shit from no niggas. I'm just trying to make some money live Put some motherfucking food in my tummy right? I'm feeling good like a am supposed to Ready to go, find a spot and we can serve them all My definition of a thug, nigga like My definition of a thug, nigga My definition of a thug, nigga My definition of a thug, nigga
0: I drop, top, and ride out Will spin it, wanna know what short is all about But it's who cool, I'm proving And these words are coming out my mind It's a, it's a-, it's a- love.
3: I'm getting it done for you. I'm going to hold you down every time. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Man, 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 that game yesterday. Russell Wilson, man, can he rebound? Can he rebound from this, uh, you know, thing that happened yesterday with that interception and stuff? And yeah, I think he'll be all right. But, man, man, you know what I'm saying? He led the team, you know, two years in a row. Look real, real good getting it in. You know what I'm saying? Man, what can you say? What can you say? Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying, put the team on his back several times during the year. Simply amazing how cats that I talked to in this one sports group that I'm part of, Hip Hop Sports, that just don't think that Russ was everything that there was. I mean, the boys had great defense. You know what I'm saying? Seattle had great defense. I'll give them that. But last night was an example where, the defense didn't quite cut it. I mean they up left right 10, and they weren't able to hold it down and Russ still put the team on his back and tried to get it done but just came up a little bit short. I mean, what can you what can you say? These things happen and there's not really much you can do about it. They just happen and and when they happen, you know, it's it's un, it's unfortunate. But uh I mean, what can you do? I mean, you know, you go out there, you put in your hundred and ten percent, um I mean, what are you what are you gonna say? What are you gonna do? I mean, my man Russ, you know what I'm saying. It was, it it, it was, I know it was tough for him to have to have to go through that, but I personally, I think that the boy's gonna rebound. I think he's gonna make the comeback that's necessary, and I think that, uh, you know, he'll be back again as as, as always next year. I mean, he, he took the long walk to the conference room, you know, after that loss and everything, but. He says, you know, it's just a play that happens. There's not much you can do about it. And really there isn't. I mean, um, a lot of folks out there, you know, myself included, I don't want to say I'm playing the blame game, but someone has to take responsibility to what's up. And, you know, stand-up guy. People always have negative things to say about Pete Carroll, but stand-up guy right there. Stands up like a soldier and says, hey, look, I'm the coach. I'm the boss. I'm going to take the uh, you know what I'm saying the hit for this. You know, basically it says here that Marshawn Lynch and and his you know and his offensive drive you know on the second uh, goal at the uh, at the one, Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Did the unfathomable. A play called by offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel was a pass attempt. You know, by Russell Wilson over the middle to Ricardo Lockett. And you know, and uh, and uh, upstep the Patriots rookie Malcolm Butler from Western Alabama, one of the biggest, uh, timeliest interceptions in Super Bowl history. No one could believe that the Seahawks' drive fueled by a miracle catch could end this play. I was in that that clutch of people that didn't think that that could happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says here that instead of a miracle win, the Seahawks were choking. On a uh, shocking finish, I don't want to put it that way because man, them cats ball, okay? It just happened. So all because one of the worst plays anyone could call. It's miraculous that the kid gets in front of the ball. Pete Carroll said to a set Butler in an NBC interview. It's a play that really uh, tried to keep him from uh, we tried to keep him from making. I told those guys, you know, that's my fault. Carroll told NBC, everybody says, why didn't you just run? That's a real good thought. But we had plenty of time to win the game. You know, in my mind, you know, I thought that we had done done it, you know, on third and fourth down. In my mind, you know, we were playing, you know, a third or a fourth down. You know, it didn't work out that way. He said, Carol did not like the matchup to take his sent in. Instead of calling timeout, he forced to play. I play it Emmett uh Smith called the worst I've seen in football history. That may have been exaggeration, but it was still a rotten way to lose as a, re- a shot to repeat champs as Carl told Ed Ed Werder. The clock situation, you know, it was all in hand. They weren't going to have any time unless you know they scored on you know early downs. You know we were totally in command. You know where we were going to win the game. And the guy that makes a play uh, he's not supposed to make makes a great play and steals the game. It's still the championship from us. Carol defended the call as terrific, uh, but it just didn't work. Admittedly, I would uh, have to stand up and talk to you about it, and I've got to, you know, to answer the question. So, you know, you can send, uh, send the message out. If this was not a baffling uh, situation, uh, it just didn't work out for us, and if we had to, you know, run it right down there. You know what I'm saying? You know, the uh, – you don't have to use a timeout, you know, and this was probably, you know, been easy, you know, been okay, but you can't run on every down uh, because, you know, you'll run out of time. You know, I was sitting up watching the game, and I thought that it was kind of strange that they would not so much that play, but the clock management thing, because all the guys I talked to in the sports group, Hip Hop Sports on Facebook, You know what I'm saying? Good bunch of fellas over there. They all, you know, I actually the the thing that bothered me was the fact that they had 40 seconds left on the clock, 43 seconds, and they're letting the clock run down. And I'm thinking, okay, this is New England and everything, but, you know, you guys get the number one defense in the league, and if you score here, it would be damn hard for them, you know, to do anything but to allow the clock to run down to single digits, knowing that not only from fantasy scores, not only from um, you know, um, you know, all the all the stuff that you see happen with New England on defense over the last year, including the defense, whatever they put up against, you know, Andrew Luck and Company over uh in Indy, um, you wouldn't want to run the clock down that far. You would maybe want to run it down to maybe about twenty seconds and then uh, go ahead and kick it to him, and you still have a chance to stop him and everything, because 20 seconds, you know, isn't really that long. But in the NFL, I guess it's long if you got timeouts. And I don't think New England had too many of those. It just seemed to me that it was kind of a strange call to let the clock run down. To me, the the clock was the factor. The throw was just something that happened. But, you know, it was, it was a big something that happened. So naturally, you know, you're going to have your prognosticators and pundits all over the place from blog talk, radio, to, you know, uh, you know, sports pages and, of course, the analysis will go back over and over again for a thousand years to come that oh, what a bonehead play and blame the quarterback and blame everything. Um, it was just a play that shouldn't have happened, but like I said, hindsight is always twenty twenty. You can always look back and say, this is what I would have done or not done, but that's not to say that um, you know, that would actually turn out the way maybe you think it would turn out, so I don't know. I think it's kind of a, it's it's a crazy deal. Disappointing for a lot of fans. You know, it, was, it would be as disappointing as me watching, you know, the Bears lose a Super Bowl to Peyton Manning in Indianapolis back in, you know, two thousand and five. It was that was very disappointing for me. Um, so I mean, you know, I mean things happen and you can't you can't have it all. You can't change everything. But excuse me, two thousand six was when that Super Bowl was. But you can't you can't have it all. But what can you say it was a great matchup a lot of people had um you know um you know a lot to say and everything, but I mean, what can you say or do good grief i mean
1: <laughs>
3: stuff happens man stuff happens in in the league and uh it's i mean it's, it's crazy it's crazy to see things happening i don't know i i don't I don't get a whole lot of what happened, you know what I'm saying, but um. What can you say? What can you say? Uh, so let's let's move on here. Let's talk Kobe Bryant real quick. Kobe Bryant, you know, goes uh, went in for surgery for his for a torn rotator cup. and uh, they said you know that it was on his his right shoulder, and Kobe is you know getting up there. You know he's he's nearing the forty mark. I mean. We we look at this thing real quick as I as I type his name back in here, um, and I look at his age. He's thirty six years old. Thirty six years old. So it's like, oh, what can you say about that man? I mean, you get to be that that age, and the body starts to become uh, not that helpful to you in terms of healing, in terms of bouncing back, you know, after an injury or whatever. And it's just my opinion that I think that maybe he might want to consider, you know, going to the announcer's group, you know, and, and, and spending some time in there. And, and I mean, because people will still respect you and your opinion in the announcer's group. I know it's hard for a star who's, you know, meant as much as this gentleman is meant to the NBA to, you know, go in like that and, and you know, go to the, um, you know, to the uh, announcer's group, knowing that, He's a, he's he's been an active participant and a, and a joy for fans to watch over the last you know 15 years or so. But you know there comes a time when you have to go ahead and hang up your cleats and say, hey, you know, enough is enough. If my, if it, you know you might have the will in the mind, but if the if the body's not willing, then you might want to you know just reevaluate where you at so far as you know your sports life goes because. You don't want to just do something that's going to really seriously over-injure you or or cause you to, uh, you know what I'm saying, Uh, hurt something that you can't uh, fix. And uh, you've been a a great player, a wonderful champion, and a a good baller, you know what I'm saying. Uh, You know, you've had your your up-and-down moments, your humble moments, and your arrogant moments. But overall, you've done, you know, the... um, Service to the NBA, and you've been a very good uh, service to uh, what you've done, and what you brought to the game, and I'm quite sure a lot of fans will miss you. But you know, go ahead to the announcers' group man, and, and take a break. You you certainly have earned it. You certainly have earned it. Uh, well, this one here might bear out my daily rant that I have on a show, and it involves Inflategate. You know, as everyone knows. Uh, two weeks ago, they had this deal where, you know, the balls got tampered with, or you know, they were underinflated for a game and everything. But I'm kind of wondering if all of the fluff and 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 everything that went along with the with the uh, the balls, I think a lot of people are have inhaled themselves and and blew that situation out of proportion. It didn't make any sense to me that. People would make such a big deal, and I mean such a big deal, out of a a football or whatever uh, being, you know, inflated or underinflated. Nobody really paid attention. I mean, if you really want to look at who should have been looking at the footballs and who wasn't, let's talk about the referees. Because you had the referees right out there and in the mix, uh, and uh, you didn't hear anything from these guys, but yet we're jumping up and down. You know, uh, complaining about the footballs. I think that what we had here was a real bored media, and they were and their angst was up for the Super Bowl that was, and uh, I think that they really blew the the, uh, the football story with the inflation out of proportion. I think they made a lot of noise, you know, a lot of fanfare. Once again, they were trying what they always do in in, in, in similar situations. Of trying to influence the outcome of the game, or influence things, you know that that people think by, you know, overdoing it with the with the inflate gate. And I mean, we're in the middle of the damn game, and you hear all this fuckery going on about with the uh, the footballs and the underinflation, all this stuff. I think that the media sometimes just overdoes it when it comes down to, um, you know, talking about a particular issue. And I just think that it's I think it's just crazy I mean to have to do all of this this inflation and all this 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 massive blow up I mean cut it out already it just it just didn't make any sense to go through all of that and It was very tiresome and boring to listen to it. I'm gonna keep my ramps kind of mellowed out and mild tonight, but you know just just in short when in the future when something like this comes up and, and something happens. Um, you know what I'm saying, media outlets and people out there covering sports, get off the fuckery. Get off the fuckery. That means soon. Get off the fuckery. It doesn't make sense to to make that much of a big blowout or a big to-do over something as small an issue as that. And to take it and make it into into more than than what it should have actually been is is absolutely ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And, and, And all this other crazy stuff that was that was going on, it just seemed kind of silly. So just like anything else, um, get off the fuckery. (laughs) Here's what I'll keep it going tonight. Uh, One final note before we go ahead and check on out of here. Uh, Jerry Rice, Hall of Famer, big-time Super Bowl aficionado, and, you know, owner of of many football rings, along with Joe Montana and the rest of the the cast from that that 80s year's um, you know, Super Bowls, uh, said that there should be an asterisk put by the uh, New England Patriots' uh, name for this win because of the inflated football scenario. Now, I don't know, you know, what Jerry's motivation was or why he felt that should be the case, but I guess he's just like a lot of other fans out here, that especially a, a classy guy like him, that just wants to keep the game crisp and clean and thinks that it should be played that way. Uh, but you know we don't really know how many underinflated balls they may have played with, because you know according to the according to the, the words that you get on this whole and, and so-called a purported media you know oversaturation of a of, of a football and how much weight is in it, um, you know they um, they really don't know, you know uh, what was going on and 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 uh, like I said the referees are right there they. They didn't catch on to it. Um, you know, I think it was just, like I said, an overblown situation. And I can understand Jerry Rice wanting to more or less, you know, keep his team uh, that he played for, being the Niners, intact and everything. But, you know, I, I don't I don't know about the asterisk, Jerry, but all I know is we saw a great game yesterday. And I just hope that the league has enough class to kind of just, you know, let's keep it moving Let's appreciate the game for what it was, and let's not let a great game, let's not do what like the players did yesterday. <laughs> let's not take a, a great game situation and turn it into WWE <laughs> like they did at the, at, at the last play. You know, it's absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous to sit up here and have those guys squabbing like that. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? After the game is just about over and break out into a fight like that, but you know, here again, you know, eagles e- e- definitely definitely fly high when it comes down to a to a to a, to a big game like that, and it, and it was it was kind of a shame to see it happen. But you know, you can almost understand you know a team being frustrated because I mean, after all, they did have the game in their hands, they did have a big opportunity here to make it happen, and, and it didn't happen for them, and you can understand their frustration. But that that up at the end of the game. That really wasn't necessary, and it was actually quite crazy, but, you know, like I said before, my hats off to both teams, you know, hats off to you folks out there for hanging out with your boy, Flossie Jeezy. I hope you enjoyed this show. It's been fun, me bringing it to you, you know what I'm saying? We're all trying to, you know, just, just get by and make it, you know, hopefully, you know, God will bless you folks to have a solid week. And, and whatever, and uh, I'll probably be back on tomorrow night or something like that. But either way it goes down, you know, I'm just always glad to be here for you folks, 646-595-3402. And uh, I pray that you folks have a nice, safe evening. You know, I hope you enjoyed the game yesterday. I hope that uh, everything in your life is going for you the way you want want it to go. And, you know what I'm saying, all we can do, is live, grow, and keep changing and keep God in our thoughts. And, you know, pray for Bobby Christina, you know, Whitney's daughter. She's all right, and let's, let's keep things on the smooth. So until next time, this has been your boy Flossy Jeezy at Flossy Jeezy Sports. Uh, yeah, Excuse me, Flossy Jeezy Sports. Well, it was sports. A Flossy Jeezy show worldwide, you know, what's popping. You know, that's what's popping right now. We'll come up with some more stuff for you by the end of the week. And uh, let's let's, let's, uh, stay strong And like I said Keep God in our minds You folks stay blessed Good night We can grow We can develop
2: As we know that heaven is not a place And happiness lives in the heart As long as the world keeps turning Our duty is To keep on learning You heard? It's soaking up the game it all, as soon as you think you do that's when you fall, we got to do more to survive, we must evolve, things change, just when you think you've seen it all we trip, we stumble, but we get back in stride, each day all the way one step at a time, don't wanna let my ego and pride make me blind the elders say, when you stop growing that's when you die, the one who gets the knowledge is the one who asks why, through the course of life, you gon' taste some humble pie but I love it, it makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted gaining insight and understanding each one teach one we got to pass it on keep doing the knowledge building and adding on with faith in the assumption that nobody knows everything but everybody knows someone. keep on learning it's soaking up the game We are gonna make The Patients study how the people be related. Different points of views turn bad news to good news. See, it's kind of like some shoes, cause it got
1: to make you move. Treat it like organic food, make it something you can chew. Information you can use,
2: make it something you can do.